Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome, everyone, to Senior Care Live. How about that? A special edition of Senior Care Live, the very first program of the year 2016. That I can't even believe I just said that. That is ridiculous. Absolutely incredible. I really don't know where 2015 went, but here we are. Happy New Year's. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas, a wonderful New Year's celebration. And, uh, and here we go. We're going to kick it all off with Senior Care Live. And as you know, Senior Care Live is all about information, education, and resources for those of us caring for an elderly loved one. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. I'm also the president of Senior Care Consulting, a firm that I'm so proud of. We're going to get into a little bit of that later, and then I have a special guest uh, later on in the program. But uh, let me say this. Our listenership is growing. Uh, so many people now uh, consider Senior Care Live appointment radio. They tune in every single single week. The word of mouth is spreading very quickly. And again, I cannot thank you enough for all of your wonderful support. The numbers are going up. Uh, I haven't compared to a lot of the other programs, but I would have to venture a guess that Senior Care Live is one of the fastest growing radio programs right here in the KC metro area and maybe uh, in the in the mid america here so maybe even across the country uh, i don't know but the the point is the numbers are growing and you're so supportive and thank you for that very very much if you have a question about the program again write the number down it's a toll free number 1-800-331-6445 and real people answer the phone if if we're getting a lot of phone calls you may have to hold on uh, hold just for a second but then someone will take your call so you're not talking to a voicemail or an answer machine 1-800 Three three one six four four five. You can also check out online the website Senior Care Live L I V E Senior Care Live dot com. Sign up for the e newsletter. Follow us on. Uh, Twitter, uh, you know, check us out on Facebook. Give us a like there. You can also listen for some upcoming free educational events. If you want to learn more about my firm, again, it's called Senior Care Consulting. That's at Senior Care Consulting, I-N-G, SeniorCareConsulting.com. This is where my firm offers a highly specialized, very deeply personal service. And here's the bottom line. We help you find the right senior care facility for your aging parent or other elderly loved one. Uh, we do this. This with with 
just total class. I have to say we do not receive any kickbacks or reimbursement from any of the care communities. We work on a reasonable flat fee for service. We roll out the red carpet for you and walk you through a very difficult process in a very short period of time. We provide you with a wealth of information. We even tour the facilities with you and conduct a performance audit. It is an amazing service. If you want to know more about that, again, you can go to Senior Care Consulting.com and ask for a free consultation, and uh, we'll be happy to visit with you about that. All right. So again, happy new year to you and yours. And I, I, again, I just, I can't believe I'm saying the year 2016. It'll take me to December to get used to writing down 2016 and then I'll have to flip it to 17. So that's just how it goes. So if I write you a check, it may say 2015, but go ahead and cash it. So, so how about that? I have high hopes and big time expectations for this new year of ours. And I just want to ask you a question. Have you made your New Year's resolutions? Many people have, or you may be working on them over the weekend. Uh, but I, th- I think that many of our listeners are dealing uh, dealing with or, or caring for aging uh, parents and all of the issues that, that uh, go, wrong, go along with that. And if you are, what do you expect out of your New Year of 2016? So very, very many uh, people will continue uh, caring for parents, or you may find yourself as a newcomer uh, to this caregiving role, and you'll work very hard. Uh, we will all do our very best. And I just think it's very important to learn about your options, know what the costs are and how to pay for that when you're developing your budget and your game plan, uh, again, all related to providing care. So here's an overview of what is available and what is offered and the associated costs. So we'll start at where everyone wants to start how to remain independent at home so you have home care services they're about twenty dollars per hour and you can expect a two to four hour minimum and this is non-medical in-home assistance that can help uh, a person with their activities of daily living help out you know making some meals doing some laundry some light housekeeping running errands uh, helping maybe helping a person get dressed these these sort of things very very valuable valuable service so about $20 an hour. Now, if you're looking for 24-hour care, there is a discount for some of the – there's a differential for the overnight and the weekends. So you're looking at somewhere between 12 and about 14, maybe 15000 a month uh, if you're looking for 24-hour care. Most people are looking for less than that, and so there's your, there's your cost. There's also private duty home health. Uh, where you can have medical care, so you'd be looking at uh, home health aides, uh, LPNs or RNs coming into your home, uh, so uh, and maybe even a companion sitter. So you're looking at twenty dollars to maybe eighty, a hundred dollars an hour. It's uh, this is all very expensive, but that is available. Then you have your Medicare certified home health care. This is covered by Medicare. It's pretty expensive, but again, it's covered by Medicare, and it includes skilled nursing visits, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. So uh, it's it's an excellent, excellent short-term benefit to help someone get back on their feet and regain uh, their function after maybe a, a, an illness or a surgery or a decline. You can hire someone privately and pay them maybe a little less than that $20 per hour home care fee that I mentioned, but be very careful. You may save a few bucks, but in the end, it may not be worth it. I've I've explained, I've shared several stories uh, in the past. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but I wouldn't do it. Just to be honest with you, I would not do it. I would pay a little more 
and I would work with a solid, reputable, excellent local home care company that can take care of you. They take care of the unemployment uh, taxes. Uh, they take care of the insurance. They they handle the liability. Uh, this is too much to go into here, but I, I wouldn't do it. I would just work with a local home care provider. You can install a walk-in bathtub. Uh, this may solve your ba- uh, solve your bathing issues and offer some fantastic therapy. Uh, I tell you what, this is who I would contact. I would contact our friends at Bathing Safety. You can find them online at bathingsafety.com. Their prices are half and sometimes even less than half of the nationally advertised brands. And if you had a walk-in bathtub, this may just be the ticket, just enough to keep you in your home, aging in place independently at home. You could also, if you needed some remodeling done, maybe some alterations to your home to make it a safe, manageable environment, I would contact our friends at Mr. Remodeler to evaluate your home and suggest some changes. They'll provide you a, a, an estimate. Uh, they've been in business since 1969. And again, I... When compared to the cost of assisted living uh, care or nursing home care, and I'm going to review the cost coming up here shortly, this is really a no-brainer uh, many, many, many times. So it, obviously there's cost involved, but it'll improve the the uh, the resaleability of your home. It'll prove the value of your home. You're not going to lose the money. You're going to get it back uh, most, if not all, maybe even a little more, when you sell the home. So you can contact Mr. Remodeler online at mrremodeler.com. Now, if your loved one is, li- uh, is living with a life-limiting illness and you may qualify for hospice care, here's exactly what I would do. I would contact Crossroads Hospice at crossroadshospice.com. Uh, we have a, you know, local representatives. In fact, we're going to have a representative on the program a little bit later, but they can help you with their services and they're covered by Medicare. Fantastic. Hospice service provider contact Crossroads and they could really, really help. If you need to sell your home and you're looking to move and, and move to maybe move in with family or move to a care community, et cetera, let me warn you that this type of sale and transaction, this is very different because of the many issues that go along with someone who may have lived in their home for decades. So I would contact the Gamble team. They specialize in the senior market. You could check them out online at thegambleteam.com. Give them a call if you're going to sell your home. All right, and then if you need a physician, that can be your primary care physician and then actually follow you to the hospital and then to rehab and back home again. Guess what? Most Nothing against them, but most physicians don't do this. Uh, they're just not designed to this uh, to do this. But Dr. Khalifa at Continuum Healthcare, Continuum Healthcare does do this. This is a very intentional model that they have uh, built uh, and they've, they've, they've been physicians and medical providers for a very long time. Uh, but they've very recently opened a primary care physician's office. Uh, they have walk-in appointments and same-day appointments, so check them out online at continuumhcop.com. I would definitely do that because there's a, there's the continuity of care is just off the charts. Again, it's very intentional and, uh, and, and you just, you can't go wrong doing that. If you're looking for a new provider, you want to make some changes, 
Call Continuum Healthcare. And guess what? All of these folks that I've mentioned on the program here can be found at SeniorCareLive.com under our partner sponsor link. All right, the Senior Care Live trivia question of the week. All assisted living facilities in our area can give their diabetic residents insulin injections. Is this statement true or false? Here it is again. All assisted living facilities in our area can give their diabetic residents insulin injections. Is the statement true or false? The answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now. It's a toll-free number, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by to take your call, so call now or call anytime, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you don't have a radio or you know of someone who should be listening and they don't have a radio but they have uh, an electronic device, just encourage them to log on to Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. In the upper left-hand corner, you'll see a, a very obvious button that says, Listen Live, click here. So just click it, and it will stream to any electronic device. It is really that simple. And thank you for doing that. All right, the Senior Care Live trivia question of the week, all assisted living facilities in our area can give their diabetic residents insulin injections. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is false. The answer is false. Did you get it right? Well, let me say that the reason it's false is that all assisted living facilities cannot give their residents insulin injections. And this is primarily due to staffing issues, staffing levels. And most assisted living facilities cannot offer injections because of the staffing levels. However, as you might expect, there's always a catch, right? There's always an asterisk or a footnote. And this is why finding assisted living is just maybe the most complex level to try to navigate. Today, some, a few... Very few, relatively. Assisted living facilities are now staffing appropriately to provide insulin injections. So this is why so many people rely on senior care consulting to help them through this because this is just a mess. Well, some do this, some don't do that. Well, they may do it in the future. They don't do it now. It's just, I mean, it's very, very difficult. So the answer is false. And uh, so hope, hopefully, uh, hopefully you got that one right. And if not, you'll have another shot next week. All right, so we're talking today about kicking off the new year and some of the options and the cost available uh, or the cost associated with the options uh, and then how to budget and plan. So if home is not an option and you need to move to a senior care facility, uh, the first level would be independent living. It's an apartment with one to three meals per day. You're looking uh, at an average 
of uh, and, and let me say this the prices have risen quite a bit i've noticed over the past 12 to 18 months and they're kind of following along with assisted living but uh, you can expect to pay somewhere between $2500 and $4000 per month on average you can go a little less than that a little more than that but that is a solid average that's really bumped up here recently some have entrance fees and some are rental only all right, so then escalating to assisted living. This is an apartment with 24-hour care uh, and support uh, for activities of daily living, such as bathing, dressing, grooming. They can help you minimally or fully with these things. So your bathing, your dressing, your grooming, your housekeeping, your laundry. Uh, they do your housekeeping and they do your laundry. You can usually do that if you want to, but most people enjoy having that done for them. It's kind of the whole point of moving to have some help here. They also distribute your medications, but it is, it's a social model. It's not a medical model with that exception of distributing your medications. All right. So in our area, you can expect to pay 5,000 to close to $6,000 a month. And that has really, really increased a lot over the last 12 to 24 months. These prices are approaching the nursing home level of care, and I see no end uh, in sight for those price increases. They will continue to increase the price as long as the market will bear it. When the market no longer bears the price, then the price increases will stop. So it's getting pretty pricey for assisted living. It's just a comment. It's just a fact. All right, so the nursing home level of care you can have a private room or a semi-private bedroom uh, so with 24-hour support for medical needs. So this is a medical model. This is the most restrictive level of care. It's mostly about the care you receive and not necessarily like the bedroom or the small room that you have to sleep in and take naps, etc. You can expect to pay 6000 to about $6,500 a month for a semi-private room, which means you have a roommate, and about $7,500 to $9,500 a month for a private room. I recently priced out a private room in our area for over $13,000 a month. All right, so wow and double wow. Uh, memory care, it's a special area of the building uh, where cognitively impaired residents can receive special care for their special needs. You can find that at the assisted living level and at the nursing home level, and just plan to add about 500 to maybe $1,000 a month. The staffing levels are higher uh, for that special programming and special staffing. So that's mainly why you have that increase in cost. Then you have the CCRC, Continuing Care Retirement Community. They have all of the above under one roof or maybe in a campus type of a setting. Some of them have entrance fees of 90, 80, 70 percent return back to your state upon your death. Some of them have other arrangements. We won't go into all of that today, uh, but that is another uh, type of care community out there. Then how do you pay for the high cost of care? I'm going to fly through this, uh, go into a lot more in depth uh, on another day, but you have Medicare, uh, and, and we've covered what Medicare pays for. Medicaid, maybe one of the most misunderstood programs that we have. It pays for semi-private bed in a nursing home. It may pay a little bit for assisted living, but only in Kansas, basically not in Missouri. I'll get into all those details in future episodes. Uh, they may pay for some uh, home-based care through their home and community-based services program, but the rules in Kansas are you spend your 
your uh, countable assets, that's primary, your liquid assets, down to 2000 or less in Kansas, $999 or less in the state of Missouri, uh, and you're in. There are all kinds of extra gotchas and bells and whistles in there and ifs and hurdles, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the bottom line for today's quick overview. Consult with an elder law attorney for professional legal advice. It, it, it's, it will be, it will probably be, now I'm going to, I'm going to scratch. I'm going to go, I'm just going to back up and I'm going to say it will be the best money you've ever spent, period. And then long-term care insurance, it pays for home care, assisted living, adult daycare, and, uh, of course, the nursing home care. I would contact our friend Steve Johnson at uh, uh, Long-Term Care Experts. Uh, we're going to have uh, Steve on the program here later this month and go in-depth about long-term care insurance. We've talked about VA aid and attendance on this program, and uh, I'm not going to go too much into that, but there are all kinds of, of funding options out there to help pay for your loved one's care. And at Senior Care Consulting, our clients get a thorough review of absolutely all of this that I've kind of hustled through. You're probably on brain overload. You're like, oh my gosh, you just, you just kind of blew me away there. Well, all of my clients at Senior Care Consulting, we roll out the red carpet for you and we custom tailor all of that information to your exact needs and help in an effort to help you find the right place. If this resonates with you, call 913-749-7899 for a free consultation, and we will get together. How about that? All right. Back to my friend, Judy Wechter. She's a registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And Judy, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Steve. It's good to be here. All right, so we just have a couple of seconds, but uh, and we'll get into all of the all of the details and meat and potatoes right after the break. But uh, I just wanted to wish you a, a happy new year, and uh, let's get into it right after the break. Don't go away. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free. 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by. 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. And for more information about the program and how we can help you and your family, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so call now, or you can call anytime, 800-331-6445. And don't forget... Uh, if you if you miss a program and you want to go back and check it out, or you know someone who should have been listening, th- no worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com and just click on the podcast tab, and you can go back and search and find any podcast uh, previously aired episodes. Just click it, and it'll start playing for you, and you can catch it just like it was live, and uh, you don't have to feel bad about listening. Although my feelings are hurt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but go back after the fact. And guess what? The number of listeners to our podcast after the fact, they just continue to grow each and every month. So thanks for getting that word out. And, uh, and again, I hope you enjoy that, uh, that little technology feature that we offer here at Senior Care Live. 
All right. So the first couple of segments, we talked about what to expect for you know the the types of care and the cost and how to pay for that. And now we're shifting gears with my friend Judy Wechter with Crossroads Hospice. She's a registered nurse and the community educator there. One of the most knowledgeable people you'll ever meet. And Judy's going to visit with us today about holiday visits being a time for observation and assessment. It really is, and I, I know that people probably don't think of observing and assessing their, their family members from the standpoint of how are they doing, are they okay on their own, do they have any health care needs, but hopefully all of us are somewhat doing that, even if it's subconsciously, when we are talking on the phone with family or getting together for the holidays. Because we're so mobile anymore, it's not uncommon for us to be infrequent visitors face-to-face with some of our family members. We're spread out across the country and, well, in my case, uh, around the world. I have a daughter that lives in Japan. So we don't get to see everyone quite so often. So those Skype times or those phone calls and those visits over the holidays is a great time to really use your senses, that look, listen, and feel type stuff, And see how are they doing. Just do a pulse check and see if there's anything that you need to be alerted to or any changes that have started to creep up on you. And I've heard, and I I know you have too, but I've heard time and time again from some of my clients uh, that, you know, I hadn't been home for several months and I came home and all of a sudden mom was having difficulty measuring uh, you know, the, the flour when we make chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. every time I come home. And, and it caught me way off guard. I'm like, whoa, there, we've got a problem here. And so I just hear stories like that all the time. They are frequent. And we, we find these things out by spending time with people. And frequently our family members aren't real quick to share information with us. There's always that dreaded fear of please don't stick me in a nursing home. Yeah. Um, so there are quite a few opportunities to prevent a nursing home admission. If we assess the situation early enough and then make changes along the way to allow a person to stay in their home and supplement them with the services that we need. And I know with you, I'm preaching to the choir there, but not everyone has to go to a nursing home just because they need help. That's right. And I just, I just laid out a whole bunch of options and and how you can do that. So. Well, they estimate that about 80% of the care that is provided to aging seniors is provided by family members. And statistically, we're still only around 5% of seniors who are living in 24-7 long-term care permanent um, placement facilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is going to change with your Alzheimer's diagnoses and things like that. But as a rule, whether they should be or not, most people are at home. So we want to remind people to use the same senses that we use in healthcare when we're evaluating and assessing a patient, that look, listen, and feel type of assessment. And it's really pretty simple, um, just to visually look around the house and the yard. You know, is the porch light out? Are there several newspapers in the in the yard? Is the mailbox overflowing? That tells you that they're not able to take care of things outside the home. Once you get inside, not only are you looking to see how well is the house being taken care of, but check little things. Um, is, is the cat litter box getting scooped? Mm-hmm. Those type of things. And their personal appearance, those type of things, if they're wearing clothes with, with staining or they've got poor hygiene or things look very disorganized, tells you that they're not able to keep up with those things. And I noticed some of these things with my own grandparents. Mm-hmm. The house was always absolutely just perfectly spotless. And I noticed that starting to slip a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and my grandparents' hair 
not combed quite as nicely as it used to. Just you can start to see some little things, and so we're like, well, okay, let's start talking about maybe helping out, maybe mm-hmm. helping out. We'll come over and clean, help clean, and that sort of thing. And so you have to start, and you have to be real gentle on those. Uh, on those offers, but, uh, oh no, I'm, I'm fine, but they're, they're, they're not really. And you could, you just open your eyes, you can see these things. You can, and there are so many little things that we can do to ease that burden because you get into a cycle. I went through this also with, with my own parents, and one of the issues that we found really, um, difficult to deal with was that my mother's resistance to recognizing that she had health issues. If she denied those, then she didn't have to deal with them. It also meant that when she needed help, she was unwilling to accept the offers. By putting off cleaning the house until she was physically able to do it so she could maintain being independent and taking care of her own home, she ended up isolating herself. She was embarrassed for people to come over and see the condition that the house was in. So if she, when she was able to finally accept having someone come in and clean the house, which Actually, in her situation, it was because she thought she was helping this woman out because the woman had some financial needs for her family, ah. and this gave her some extra money. Yep. Okay. So by feeling that she was helping someone else, she was able to accept that help for herself for for what she needed, and yeah. it opened it up to where she felt comfortable to have people back in her home again. And again, it was a big house. She raised a big family in it, and as a single widowed woman, she only used certain rooms. So again, um, making some changes, shutting the doors to rooms that weren't being used so that the pets weren't going in and out or things like that. It just, it just helped a little bit. Absolutely. Um, another thing that we want to do is just listen to them. And, you know, people think that, that their sense of sound is, is really not that important, but there's a difference between listening to noises and hearing what people say. And in healthcare, not only are we interviewing people to get information, but we're physically using things like a stethoscope to actually listen to what's going on inside your body. If we will slow down and listen, if someone has heart problems or they have lung issues, you'll actually hear the staccato sound to their voice where they're gulping air or they're pacing even their speech or their eating because of the difficulty that they're having with breathing. And you don't have to have a degree or a stethoscope to pick up on those things. Um, listen to what terminology they use. Are they using generic terms or calling things by the appropriate name? Even you. Are they calling their children and their family members by their names? If they're speaking normally, great. If they're not, or if there's a difference in their speech patterns, those are all warning signs for medical problems, and those need to be checked out. It could be a physical problem related to the difficulty with the speech, or it could be an issue with a memory problem, um, a brain issue. I I see that all the time where someone has the kind of the, not so early because they've been very good at covering it up, Mm -hmm. but maybe approaching kind of the mid-level of, of of dementia, one of the different forms of dementia, and all of a sudden they call you by, you know, your dad's name or your or the your, dog, your brother's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what the heck was that? Yeah, you know. And, and then you start putting two and two together. You're like, oh, okay, I, I can, I see. And so it's uh, this is so important. Well, and if you're hearing talk that makes sense and is concise and and follows um, an accurate path that is historical but nothing is following that path that is current, mm-hmm. that's a real clue to Alzheimer's Yeah, because they lose the ability to, to form new memories. So what is going on in the present 
is not accessible information to them and what's going on in the past, they can pull up really easily. Um, but we also, with the listening to them, you know, check and see, are they staying involved in their outside activities, the things that bring them interest? You know, whether that's church on Sundays, poker on Wednesdays, um, you know, ask them, did you make it to bingo this week? Um, and if not, why not? Try and find out what they're doing and why they're not going out. It could be that they don't trust themselves to drive. It could be that it's a fatigue issue, a memory issue on, on getting there, or it may be some depression. Then they're starting to withdraw from some of those social activities. But what we don't want to do is just accept those changes or assume that these problems are inevitable and that they're a normal piece of growing old because they truly are not normal aging changes. So we want to be alert to those and pay attention to them. Frequently we can intervene at an early level and not only does this improve the person's quality of life, but it gives them another set of eyes and ears that are listening, checking in on them. Excellent. We talk about smell and, and people just, you know, this is where they say, oh, you're a nurse. You guys will talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and we will. We'll talk about very gross things oh, yeah. while we're eating dinner and it doesn't oh, bother yeah. us. Um, I'm not saying what, you need to. What's up with that, by the way? <laughs> you know, we have an immunity. Oh. I, I think it's a genetic predisposition that things, in fact, the grosser it is, the more we're drawn to it. Oh, my gosh. It's like the car wreck. You have to stop and look. It's kind of a sickness. It, it really is. <laughs> so I'm, I'm married to a nurse, so I get this. She talks about all sorts of yucky. I'm like, ew, ew, ew. As she, you know, so I don't know. That's just kind of part of being a nurse, I guess. You see in the, the students that I have at the community college that are going into the you know nursing program, and you'll be sharing a story with them, and you'll see some of them just hold real still and their eyes kind of glaze over and you can see the mental work going of I don't know if this is a good career <laughs> path for me or not. <laughs> Time to so, reevaluate. Yeah. So, hey, hey Judy, right after the break let's get into uh, that sense of using uh, smell in your uh, uh, evaluations, assessments and observations over your holiday visit and don't forget to reach out to our friends at Crossroads Hospice at 816-333-9200 if you think you may qualify definitely give crossroads hospice a call they're fantastic more right after the break you're listening to senior care live on the senior care broadcasting network for more information call now toll free 1-800-331-6445 operators are standing by 1-800-331-6445 i'll be right back Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now toll-free 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so call now toll-free 1-800-331-6445. Back to my special guest, Judy Wechter, registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And uh, I'll tell you what, we're talking about you know holiday visits. It's time for observation and assessment. And we ended awkwardly on using your nose. <laughs> yes, <laughs> using the sniffer here. Oh. <laughs> uh, now, 
we want everyone to do this appropriately. I'm, I'm not advocating that you, you know, start acting like a hound dog or, or anything like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, be aware of that. If, if you're picking up on things like you're not sure if, if uh, food might be spoiled or right on the edge or hygiene issues, um, toileting issues, and frequently people aren't going to come right out and say, you know, I'm, I'm having trouble getting to the bathroom on time yeah. or I'm incontinent. Um, well, it's a huge embarrassment. It's a dignity horrible. issue, but you can, you can see it or you might, you know, catch an odor or something like that. So, uh, approach that, you know, gently, but there are so many products that can help mm-hmm. in a gigantic way with that and just make this issue very easily managed. Well, and what we find frequently is the cause of it is something that is very easily treatable that will at least minimize the the problem it may not take it away completely but it can put it in a whole nother category and when people are saying no they don't have problems with incontinence and yet their clothing smells or their um, trash can is full of disposable undergarments and things like that you know people typically don't go out and start wearing those just because they're they want to they're not fashionable no (laughs) no most of us aren't you know doing that unless there's a a real need for absolutely sure so we can phrase it a little differently you know are are you having any trouble getting to the bathroom on time i know you're on a lot of medicines or i know now you have to mess with the the oxygen or the walker and does that ever cause you a problem or i know i know for some of us it does so if you kind of ease into it you can follow up on the things that you noticed and and check that out the food piece can be a really big deal because they they can have food poisoning yeah quite easily and their sense of smell is not nearly as good as it was and again they may have thawed something out not used it refroze it thought it again you know the second or third time around on that chicken it's it's just a science project so yeah, yeah. we really want to watch um, those type of things and again ask Ask leading questions. They kind of get you in the back door to some of these topics. Um, you know, have you been to the barber for a haircut or you still getting your hair done at the beauty shop on Tuesdays? Um, that really nice, um, bath set that, that you got for Christmas. Have you been using that? That gives you an idea of whether or not they're taking care of some of those personal hygiene, um, issues. Mm-hmm. Well, and along with the, the sense of smell is, is the sense of taste. And again, we know that as we age, our taste buds aren't as as strong. We know that medications and disease processes can affect our sense of taste. And in some disease processes, like with Alzheimer's, you actually lose that trigger of thirst and hunger. So we want to be asking questions to see not only are they eating, but are they eating nutritiously. You know, ice cream is good, but for breakfast it's probably not appropriate. We probably need to be making sure that at least... Some days of the week, there's something of nutritional value coming in. I, I met some clients, and, and this is not funny. It's comical, but it's not. It's not funny, and they addressed it. But they found out, and their dad had uh, it has uh, dementia. I, mm-hmm. I forgot what form, but um, and they're starting to intervene, and they're they're taking steps to make his home mm-hmm. safer, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the bottom line: they discovered he was eating a package of Oreos every day, and that was all he ate. Like wow, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, that's you know a sugar coma or something. But mm-hmm. uh, and so they brought in home care, and then the home care agency started making balanced meals and meals in advance. It really easy to heat up, and they solved that. But that's a huge issue. This whole you know what are you eating? It does make a difference, and if we sometimes we have well-meaning families that will set up 
Meals on Wheels, those type of things. Make sure they're actually eating the meals that are being delivered. And if at all possible, provide some appropriate seasonings that they can use to put on um, generically to help enhance the flavor of things, or even a certain topping that they like that they could have with the foods that are being delivered with the home meals. Um, just a little little change like that can be enough to make it palatable. I can remember a gentleman that as long as he had ketchup, he'd eat about anything. Um, another <laughs> yeah. another woman, she was a salsa addict. If you put salsa on, on just about anything, she'd eat it. Yeah. Um, For some people, it's, you know, cheese sauces, whatever it is. If you can find out what it is that helps make things more palatable to them, Mm -hmm. that can make a big difference. So ask questions. Ask what they ate for breakfast that morning. Um, If they forgot to eat it or if what they tell you they ate was something that didn't make sense or wasn't nutritional, then you want to kind of log that and, and watch that a little bit. And don't just walk into the kitchen, but actually open the cabinets and look at the food that's in there and the labels. If they have heart disease and they've got a lot of prepackaged processed foods, things that are high in sodium content, things mm-hmm. like that, that is going to cause a problem with congestive heart failure. And again, recent recent clients and their mom had a fall and she hit her head and she also has some dementia that seemed to mm-hmm. escalate the, the the issues a little bit. So she's gonna she had to move to a, to an assisted living facility. She needed a lot more care all of a sudden, but the fall was related to just being weak. And guess what weakness was related to? She was not eating properly. She wasn't drinking properly. They found all sorts of expired mm-hmm. items in her refrigerator and in her pantry. They have no idea what she's been eating for the last two or three weeks. It makes a huge difference. And it doesn't take long for someone who is older to get in a very vulnerable spot where they're right on the edge, where things can go really bad or things can be salvaged quickly. And it's so easy to resolve this issue so simple oh these are things that are they are the they are the low level interventions yeah t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.